The views and opinions expressed by the hosts of this podcast are those of the individual and not of any affiliated companies. Occasional adult language is used. Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. And now, podcasting live from the city that's always swimming in booze, you're listening to the Rail Riders Podcast with Dean Mraz, Joey Vincek, and Kyle Hill. That's right, everyone. Welcome to the second episode of the Rail Riders Podcast for the week of May 15th, 2020. I'm your host, Kyle, and I'm joined this week by my close personal friends, Dean and Joey. First things first, guys, what's been going on? Long time no talk. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Virus. Yeah. <laughs> virus. <laughs> coronavirus. Hey, coronavirus. Yeah. And school. School sucks, hey, too. Hey, corona. <laughs> uh, it's over, though. We're yeah, it's over. We good. We balling. We made it. We made it. Well, as terrible as the news as terrible as the news <laughs> has been lately, um, I can't really say the same for theme park news. I mean, for the most part, it's been like hopeful and cheery, and you know, very good. I agree, hundred percent. So we don't have a lot of time tonight. Let's just dive right into it. The first thing that <laughs> I guess, kind of the the canon that was heard around the world that kind of started this whole ripple was uh, Shanghai Disneyland soft reopening. Indeed. 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 Oh, okay. So, uh, you know, it's exciting. I think I can I can speak for all of us. Disney Park reopening. That's that's hopeful. The first Disney Park post-corona. Right, right. I just thought it was really funny to see that, you know, you never... You saw coverage of this place the years it was being built, you know, the five years or whatever. And then for, like, two or three weeks after it was opened and then right at the one year anniversary and then it just kind of dropped off the face of the earth and then, and then next thing you know as soon as this place <laughs> opens back up everybody and their mom is sending out pictures and stuff from there it was really encouraging i think to see one that this is possible theme parks are possible in a post-corona world and that it seemed to go so well you know yeah. i I don't want to say I told you so, but <laughs> I told you so. You told they, us so, huh, Joey? They're going to reopen. They're, I didn't think they would stay closed for very long. Yeah, they're, yeah, they bring in way too much money and stuff. I mean, you've seen already the hits that all the different companies have taken between Disney, SeaWorld, Cedar Fair, Six Flags. You know, there's no way that they can stay closed for un, a super long time and stuff. The as as one one famous person has always said, the cure can't be worse than the virus itself. Um, but one note on the uh, Shanghai Disney reopening, you know who was not there to uh, welcome the kitties back into the park? Who wasn't there, Dean? Lex Luthor. Bob Chapek. No, well him too, but Bob Chapek. Bob Chapek was not <laughs> there. Chapstick himself. <laughs> Uh, you know, I don't put that. I don't put that one on him. I wouldn't go there either. I mean, I would. I would, but you know, it's probably not the smartest thing to do. Yeah, nobody yeah. likes him right now. The not one, not not essential. The one thing also that I found interesting was the fact that regular crowd cap at Shanghai Disneyland is eighty thousand people, and the city of Shanghai or the government, whatever, said you can use fifty percent of that capacity, and they 
dumped it down to I think like a third of their capacity. Yes. And something like the the cast members outnumbered the guests. It was really really kind of strange, mm. but something I think we're gonna see a trend of keeping here. Fine with me. If you don't want to go to the park, stay home. I don't care. Whatever. You know, everybody just has to do what's best for themselves and stuff. If you if you are more high risk of either, you know, if you have diabetes or if you, you know, have heart failure or a lung disease or something like that, it's your life, your decision. Stay home until there's a cure, a uh, vaccine, anything, you know, just I, I know it sucks, but like just because a small fraction of the world, you know, has whatever doesn't mean that the entire world should be shut down. But that's also just my my opinion so i agree i think that's the way forward we just need to start opening things back up it's getting vital at this point i mean the economy's in shambles we just need to open back up okay so so all these changes we've seen you know you have to wear a face mask temperature screens social distancing wiping down rails taking rides half capacity all that put together let's say that happens here at a walt disney park in america which Iger and Chapek both pretty much came out and said it did. Will you go? Yes. Yes. Because I know a lot Absolutely. of I know a lot of people who are gonna say, you know, oh, it's not worth the value and stuff like that. Oh, they can't make me do this, that. Well, one, yes, they can. They're a private company <laughs> and they can do whatever. Yeah, the hell that's they want. the dumbest argument I've ever heard of is that, oh, they can't make me wear a face mask. Uh who's private? Or whose uh, property are you currently standing on? Yes, they can. They can do whatever the hell they want. If they want to make you wear a gray shirt, they can make you wear a gray shirt. Now, granted, that's probably not a good business move because, like, you know, but, like, still, that's the point. They can make you do whatever they also want. Also, just the, the point of the mask is not to protect yourself. I don't think people understand that it's, it's just others. courtesy. If you're carrying something, even if you don't know it, you're protecting others by wearing that mask. You're just not being a dick when you wear a mask outside. I don't know. I think it's a dumb, a dumb thing for people to just boycott a business because they're telling you to wear a mask. About the closest example I could think to this is about four years ago or so when uh, the Walt Disney Company snapped their fingers and said no more selfie sticks, and it was a fight for a while. But after afterwards, <laughs> it became second nature. Yeah. But I think it's good that. We, we can see that, yes, these things are possible in a post-virus world. And I think the eyes of the world are going to be on this place. You know, they've been open. They will be open for about a week now in a couple of days just to see how they've been doing. But uh, moving continents here, but staying to the same company, about three days later after Shanghai Disneyland was announced to be reopened, we found out that uh, Disney Springs was going to be reopening. <laughs> yeah, we were. We're talking about flying down there just to eat a chicken guy. Chicken guy, great restaurant. <laughs> Normally, <laughs> I wouldn't fly down there just to eat a chicken guy, but you know, we got boned out of. We have, we have sixty dollars worth of spirit to use. Yeah. We, we did. We did get boned. <laughs> oh man, and we need to get down there. Yeah. I, I also cut out for like the last uh, two minutes, but I'm back, boys. I'm back here. So, uh, you know, internet, internet connection. Internet is not in uh, favor tonight. 
No, no it's it is not working very well. So the only places at Disney Springs, they did come out and say that none of their Disney-owned restaurants or shops will be open. It will just be third party. And wonder why. And out understandable. Out of that, the only ones that we know for certain are going to be open are Planet Hollywood, Earl of Sandwich, Chicken Guy, and Wine Bar George. That's it. Four places. Well, that's it for the rest. <laughs> that's it for the restaurants. I guess shops are different, well, but I don't have a shops you, list. You know, there's it's it's mostly restaurants anyway. Yeah, it is. That's why you go to Disney Springs. I think I think we'll see more stuff opening up as as I, this proves that it works. I don't know. I think these next two weeks are going to be make or break time for specifically Orlando attractions because I've been seeing stuff that like all these. The governor today said that if theme parks submit me plans on how they're going to reopen and I approve them, they can reopen. Yeah, I see that. I, I'm not worried. I'm not worried at all. I think it's so, especially in Orlando, like, I get that, like, Cedar Cedar Point is, like, a big thing for, say, Sandusky, like, the Sandusky area. It brings in a lot of tax revenue and stuff, and we've seen, like, the the, the detrimental um, decrease in value that it will cause in Sandusky, but think of Orlando. You have SeaWorld Parks there, you have Universal Parks there, and you have Disney Parks, all in that general area. Yeah, Orlando. So most people, yeah, it's a, it's, it's a huge spot for tax revenue for you know, amusement parks and theme parks and stuff like that, and including all the little small park stuff. So if they don't get those open, they're taking an even bigger hit than, say, Sandusky is. Orlando is supported by tourism, and it's the same thing we saw that when all this started, all the hotels were laying off people and, you know. Yep. Orlando is supported by tourism. If you don't have tourism, I don't know what you have. You have a big swamp. (laughs) You got a big-ass swamp. Big old swamp. (laughs) <laughs> but I mean I, I think the only real like substance about Disney Springs reopening is it it lays out a plan that okay they're slowly working on their reopening schedule yeah but one thing one difference I saw is that um, Shanghai Disneyland's they call it Disney Town out there their Disney Town has been open for like a month now or two months no it's been over a month it's been like two months Mm-hmm. I don't think we will see Disney Springs stay open without the parks for two months. I agree. I agree with that. No, definitely not. I think I think people are just kind of over this whole stay-at-home stuff, you know, or the quarantine and, you know, oh, social yeah. distancing. And, yeah, I, I am as well, you know. I, I think it's getting to a point here where, you know, it's the cat's out of the bag, you know. So I I I don't see it like exactly like shanghai how they keep up um like their shops and stuff around disney open for two months before any theme parks open up and stuff i don't see that happening i see i see these parks opening within a month yeah one thing i have heard in florida that they might be working on is um only opening so many like not opening every park and opening them on a rotating rotating basis so like one day Mm -hmm. Magic Kingdom and Hollywood Studios are going to be open. And then, that would be rough. And then the next day, <laughs> well, that's... imagine Epcot and Animal Kingdom being open one day. What a terrible day! Woof. It'd be three rides. Well, we saw Disney do something to this similar during the last recession. You know, they weren't the they weren't the powerhouse they are today. 
and and we saw them do things like this you know they would you know certain parks had dark days and and so i think we're gonna go back to that but i also don't think epcot mm-hmm. is gonna be i also don't think epcot's gonna reopen this year but that's just a personal opinion uh, let's hope not <laughs> <laughs> fuck i hope not terrible ass park right now <laughs> well uh, staying in orlando let's jump across the street to the place that actually has reopened you know everything else i've been talking about is oh they are going to they will be doing this but city walk actually has they reopened yesterday they did it they did it the one that's great i want a voodoo donut right now (laughs) so badly i could go for a voodoo doll i i was seeing mixed reviews about how this went at first and then later in the night, it was overwhelmingly positive reviews. Everybody except uh, Blob the Slob gave uh, glowing <laughs> reviews to this place. I mean, every picture and stuff I saw, people were obeying distance. They were following the rules. And that's that was the general consensus that it, mm-hmm. it went well. And they were having temperature screenings to get in. Anything above, I think it was 99 point something degrees you uh you couldn't get in you had to wear a face mask and if you didn't bring one they had them there to buy i think awesome that was i i saw a bunch of pictures as well on the social media channels and stuff and i was really uh really it was really neat to see and stuff uh post-covid opening and stuff and i I, I want to go back down there and stuff. And probably once the parks reopen and if stuff aligns up, I would not mind cashing in that $64 spirit credit and flying down there. Um, Dean Ford, as soon as these parks fucking open, we are going down there. I swear to God. Well, there you go. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. You have it. The Rail Riders podcast will be down in Orlando whenever they fucking open. So <laughs> You two can go and you can have fun. What? Okay. He's got to work. He's got to work. <laughs> yeah, dude. Well, one thing I wanted to talk about with this was the temperature screenings because what, you can say what you want about Disney versus Universal, you know, who's better, who does what better. But in my opinion, the one thing that Universal absolutely blows out of the water is security screening. Mm-hmm. You know, Disney still has That's true. Disney's areas Disney's are, terrible at that. Well, the thing is, all of their areas are temporary tents that have become permanent just cuz they can't actually build infrastructure for it. And I don't see that changing just now. There. But yeah. you know, at, at Universal you have the full TSA scanners and you just go ahead and put your stuff through there. It scans it and you come out. And at Disney you have them poking around in your bag. But I'm going to be really interested to see how Universal handles temperature or how Disney handles temperature screenings. Because from what I heard last night, they went in security. You put your things through the belt. They temperature checked you and you were on your way. But I feel like Disney is going to severely overcomplicate that process. Mm-hmm. Likely. So at this point, right now, there's people at CityWalk and Disney Springs does open until Wednesday. So I'm sure uh, they're watching this too to see what's going on. But I don't know. Now, Dean, this next story, I'm going to let you take the reins because 
you're well you're more versed in it than I am. So go for it. <clears throat> I am. And I'm a little sad, but I but I completely understand. So um Cedar Point <clears throat> came out on Friday at around one o'clock, along with all other Cedar Fair parks, and <laughs> announced their plans for reopening and yeah, stuff. Yeah, before you um, go they, any further, they... can we just talk about how annoying that is for for one, if you follow every single Cedar Fair park, <laughs> right then you get like twenty notifications. And then every single blog and person goes ahead and retweets them or anything. And I, I was looking at those posts for five straight hours. Nothing but those mm-hmm. posts. It was annoying. Continue. Sorry, I'm nomming on some pizza over here. But um Yeah, so at about one o'clock one o'clock on Friday. <laughs> one o'clock. One o'clock. <laughs> Christ. Um one o'clock last Friday, so that would have been a day before Cedar Point was supposed to open. They all announced their changes um, for the upcoming 2020 season, including what rides and or special events would be happening, postponed, canceled, etc. Um, so news out of Cedar Point, basically everything is canceled. Okay, not so much canceled. It's canceled for this year, but it's postponed until next year. So they came out and they said that um, the 150th celebration was pushed back to next year, 2021, which, you know, it's it's whatever. But um, I think it was the right move to push back, especially that celebration, because, you know, it, it deserves a lot of recognition, a lot of time and stuff. And, you know, quite frankly, with them being off, like because employees have not been at the park since I think maybe end of March, if not maybe middle of March. Aren't so some aren't really some back done now per se? What aren't some back now? I think some are slowly going back. Like the more essential employees, like I'm I'm pretty sure probably the maintenance team is probably back working on the rides. But I know some of my friends and stuff that work there over the you know around the round year round and stuff are still not back. Um, but sad thing for me is they did postpone frontier festival which was my little baby that i was kind of uh the head of and stuff they postponed that to 2021 as well which i completely understand why and stuff but on the bright side if you look at cedar points website they have not canceled light up the point cedar point nights and Howl weekends just yet they have not announced whether those will happen or will be canceled but as of right now, they're still on the books, which is a good thing that we still have some events to look forward to come possibly July and stuff. Um, I know other parks, other Cedar Fair parks around the chain and stuff, such as Nosberry Farm, they have pushed back um, their celebrations and stuff. But probably the biggest, most interesting thing that I found out or like um, what was announced is that the new ride for Cedar Point, the Snake River Expedition, will not be opening this year. It will be pushed back to next year. And I didn't really see that as like a part of the 150th celebration. Like it, it was, but it wasn't like completely tied to the 150th celebration. Like you have the Celebrate 150 Parade, which is like completely for the 150th, you know, celebration, well, if, but the ride really wasn't, you, you know, so that's, but you go can, ahead. If you look at the two Cedar Fair parks that are celebrating milestone anniversaries this year, they are both including in their celebrations, a nostalgia based ride that has been removed that they're bringing back. So as much as you want to say that ride wasn't a part of this year, it kind of was. Yeah. Yeah. But the one thing I thought was, interesting was that um 
you know, you just said Cedar Point is postponing the event and the ride. Knott's Berry Farm just postponed the event, and they announced that when they reopen, their new ride is going to be ready. Exactly. But obviously, it sounds like they're going to be a little strapped for live actors this year, and from what they talked about, that was a ride that very much revolved around live actors. Yeah, that's 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 kind of a problem. Very you know? pretty much. <laughs> and that's a little low. It revolves completely around live actors. It's a boat ride. Yeah. No, I mean, no, 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 no. Because in a year when they don't want to staff live actors anymore, it's just going to be a boat ride. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, let's hope that this postponing, it's nice. I think it's the right call, but I definitely think when it things is the... get postponed, they come back with less effort generally. So mm, mm, I kind of disagree with that. I think I, I think kind now of agree with that. Mm-mm. I think now that like the park will have a whole nother year to plan and stuff. I think they may put more things and more effort into it and stuff than they already were. Joey, se. Joey, I know you weren't there, but um, from my experience, it is nearly impossible for them to put less effort into this thing next year. <laughs> <laughs> because at the winter chill out this year, every single thing they talked about was started with. And, you know, we're not quite sure how we're going to do it yet. And, uh, well, this isn't finalized or anything, so it may change. You know, just about everything they <laughs> talked about was was prefaced with that. So I think I think giving them another year is, is kind of what they were hoping for, honestly. Yeah. But I think – I doubt they'll – I doubt they'll continue anyway. I think – here's what I think, okay? They're postponing it, and they're going to get disheartened by it, and it's going to come out. Shit, shit. I don't think it's gonna be very good. That's just how I feel. Nah, I disagree. Especially, especially because it's Cedar Fair. I mean, come on, it's not. They, well, they're not doing. Sh- they probably wouldn't have done very much in the first place for this thing. And now they gotta go and wait another year for it. I don't know. Hope I'm hoping. I'm hoping that they do a big <laughs> celebration, but so I don't know. I do. You guys think? Light up the point, which Joey, if, if you're not familiar, light up the point is what they call their Fourth of July celebration. Yeah, no, I know. Do you guys think that happens this year? Yeah. Um, yeah, I'd, I'd say so. I I, don't, I think if they're reopening, they're gonna just reopen. Well, the one one hundred percent, it's gonna happen. Do you think, I am 100%. I am fully fully 100% thinking it's going to happen. It's fireworks. That's all that's all it is. In a VIP viewing area. So, and it's so on what the I, beach, you can social distance on the beach. What I mean by this is is, is the park going to be open by then? Yes. Cuz Mike DeWine yesterday gave the green light. Yeah. He gave the green light. Yeah, Daddy DeWine. Yeah. <laughs> he gave the green light for pretty much everything and he exclusively said this does not include theme parks. Those will be addressed in the near future. And we have heard... He is... He's getting so much pressure from Republicans right now. He is going to open up the rest of the state within the next month, I bet. I understand that, but here's my concern. The place like Kings Island needs realistically... We saw an article come out of a Cedar Fair higher-up. He said, realistically, Kings Island needs two weeks to get ready. Because... At the point where Kings Island was closed, all of their rides were certified, all of their crew was processed in, 
you know, realistically, they need two weeks to ramp up and they can open. Whereas they said Cedar Point needs four to six weeks. So once they get the green light, we can expect four to six weeks before we see them open. So do you think they are open in time for 4th of July? It is May 15th. Yes. Yes. I think I think that four to six weeks is <clears throat> including the maintenance team getting back to work. And I'm pretty sure the maintenance team is already back at work and stuff, like working. And that's the thing. Like if if I'm not worried yeah. about I'm not worried about maintenance getting the rides ready. I understand that takes, you know, if all hands yeah. on all hands on deck, that takes two weeks at max. I'm more concerned about getting the rides certified. Each ride has to cycle for like a thousand hours or something like something ridiculous like that in a state that has recently let go a majority of their ride inspectors. If it I takes still see a month and a half, it'll, it'll open. I'm not saying they're going to open. It'll open. I 100% I think they will be open. I just don't know if they'll be open in time for light up the point. I think if I were them, I would have, you know, under deliver and over promise or however the fuck that goes. Cancel. Light well, up maybe the they also aren't even planning to do it. No, they are. You know, there's a. I'd say there's about a 50-50 chance of, of, of this happening in time. I'm still on the boat that they're going to open mid-June with restricted stuff. Maybe not all the rides will be open, and maybe they'll have restricted <laughs> stuff. Mid-June is very soon. There is, I think I think it'll be mid-June. There is absolutely, even if they do open, there's absolutely no way every single ride will be open. Even if they do open mid-June, I think you're looking at Friday and Halloween weekends ride availability. Half the coasters, yeah. half the flat rides, no kids areas is is what I think you're looking at for this season. Balls. <laughs> um, okay. Switching gears to uh, more flags, more fun. Six Flags Ooh. Six Flags was the first kind of major park chain to go ahead and announce what their new reservation system is going to look like. And it includes reserving your day to come to the park, paying for parking over the phone or like, you know, through the app and uh, stuff like that. You can book up to one week out and you also have to book a time that you're going to show up. You can't just say, okay, I'm coming tomorrow and then show up whenever you want. You have to say, okay, I'm coming tomorrow at 12.30, just so they can know roughly how many people to expect, which I think I like is... It. No, I like it too. I think it's a system that every park is going to end up adapting to, whether they know it yet or not. And I like how you can't just book up the whole summer. You know, it's it's one week at a yeah, time. It's it's a nice way to keep safer and... I don't have any problems with this. I think it's actually good. My question with this is, though, is that I was reading on one of their websites, and it says, if you cancel your reservation, you'll be held to a penalty. What's this penalty going to be? That's what I'm kind of questioning about. You know, like if, like if, say, I book out, let's say the parks are already open, and I want to go tomorrow, and I booked up tomorrow, and I'm going to show up at high noon, you know? What, what happens if the weather's crap, and I go, you know what? I don't want to go today. And the worst they can do is just not refund your ticket. That's the most penalizing penalty they could make is just to not refund. 
Yeah, but what if I have a pass? Yeah, what, you do, know? You, what do you is pay? That sla- is it a slap on a wrist, or what do you do? Okay, so you know? what's hi- the penalty? Hypothetically here, I'm going to talk about someone named Kyle. Okay, He is a Six Flags Great America Platinum membership holder who just got money taken out <laughs> for his membership today. That was a nice, that was a nice 850. So let's say I want to go to the park Saturday. I book Saturday at high noon. Like Dean said, I don't have to pay for parking because parking is included in my pass. I don't have to pay to get in because I have a membership. So I, I guess I'm kind of also agreeing with Dean. What is that penalty? Like if they're just going to like take $5 out of my account or whatever. Because I know what I, what I, what I could I, see him doing is I don't uh, think they can legally do that. What I could see him doing though is blocking out dates for you. Say, all right, dickhead, you don't want to show up. You don't. You can't come the next two weeks. I think. I think that's the penalty. That's what's going to be the penalty. See, that, I didn't. I didn't actually. So much back. I didn't actually see anything about a penalty, but I mean, I don't. I don't doubt you. I just. I didn't read anything about it. Yeah. It was on one of the websites, like the actual Six Flags website. I'm not sure which one. But and Same thing here. We've seen kind of standard-wide. You're going to have to wear a face mask, temperature checks, all that great stuff. And I – you know what? And all these parks are now bringing in, like, the reserve or virtual queuing and stuff. Why the hell hasn't that been done for about five years now? You know, like, I don't understand how much effort it really takes to get virtual queue. It can't, It it's a system. I'm sure there's a system out there that you can buy or whatever, you know. I'm sure it's really not that hard. And one, my, my thought is there's no more vending machines and queue lines and stuff, so you're not making any money by oh, having yes people stand. Oh, yes, to hell there are. Are you kidding me right now? Not Steel Vengeance. There's not, no, there's, there were, not I'm Deal talking Vengeance. the new lines. The new, the new rye. Okay, maybe just Cedar, maybe it's just Cedar Point that I'm basing this off of. But you're telling me that there, there's like a four dollar candy bar, four dollar bottle of water. Yeah, 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 whatever. But if people were allowed to have a virtual time that they could come back, they have a virtual place in line, like say how um, Volcano Bay has. They're out roaming around shopping doing other stuff, doing other attractions that have a ride now or, you know, walk on ride. They're buying food. They're buying drinks. They're buying merchandise. That's all money into the back pocket of the company for having a virtual queue. You keep the guest satisfaction up. You have because systems spending like, more money. Systems like that know? cost an insane amount of money. Go ahead and ask Disney how much they paid for My Magic Plus. Go ahead and ask Universal how much they paid for Tapu Tapu. Those systems are ridiculously expensive for no return on investment except for the people you get buying stuff. And there's no definitive way to say, okay, these people did that versus waiting in line. Most people who are going to get who are going to buy stuff in the shop are going to buy it regardless of whether or not they buy or they wait in line for an hour. I don't know. I just see I just see, you know, walking around if I let's say like I have a five o'clock ride on Steel Vengeance, you know, and it's three o'clock. You know, I'm kind of thirsty. I'll go get a drink or something. Maybe I want a churro or, you know, a corn dog or something, you know. That's more money into the back pocket. Or I want a little knickknack from the shop. You know, I feel like But you're probably more... gonna you're probably gonna buy that regardless of if you have to wait in a line or not. At some point. I I see that. I see that. But I also think 
that time that you're that you're spent standing in line and stuff that time could be spent in a gift shop or something looking around so instead of maybe buying one t-shirt you buy three t-shirts you know and i'm not saying that like that's an exact number but if you buy one t-shirt for yourself and then maybe instead of your stand instead of standing in line at steel vengeance you're in the gift shop and your kid's like actually i like this t-shirt you know, sold another T-shirt. I mean, sold. I get what you're saying, Dean, but the difference will be marginal. I understand what you're saying, Dean, and I don't think and it's to that a, important. To a point, as a guest, I would love to see that, but it's not. It's something that is expensive that sees no return on investment, and it's something that wasn't needed in the past. And the reason that you're seeing it now is because this is 100% needed if you want to see these places reopen. The alternative to not using these systems is not reopening. Yeah, I get that. I get that. I don't know. And, I just think I, it would have been a good I, thing to put in I place. I 100% think that as soon as this whole virus scare is over, all of this stuff's going to go away. We won't be using this crap anymore. It's going to be a one or two summer thing, and then we're never going to see it again even if they put all this money into it, like if let's say if Cedar point gets like a tapu tapu system, thing, which, Oh Jesus Christ. If they get a tapu tapu system like volcano Bay, but you're not. telling me if they put all this money into it, they're just going to scrap so it. So I don't know what Cedar fair is doing. They're not going to put the money into it at all. Dean. Yeah. They're that, not going to do it. That's what I'm There's trying to, no that's what I'm trying to say. It's not possible in the first place. This you don't need to think about it. All of this needs expensive infrastructure that the park doesn't have and now can't afford to put in. So Mm-hmm. What you're going to see is something that the ideal of this system is something like FastPass Plus or Tapu Tapu or Universal's Virtual Line. But what's really going to happen is people just standing around waiting until they could go get in line. I mean, I it sounds nice, but the money and the effort isn't going to be there to make it something that is going to warrant staying around once it's no longer needed. Yeah. I get I I see that I see that for now I guess I'm just basing this off of like my great experience at Volcano Bay and stuff with the Tapu Tapu and then you uh, have to understand Dean as well Volcano Bay is a whole experience with the Tapu Tapu you know you're walking around this gorgeous <laughs> tropical theme park Cedar Point as much as I know you love it <laughs> there's not as much to do when you're just walking around Cedar Point. It, it, you know, especially in a year, tapu, especially tapu in a year that the point is you can go entertain yourself while you're waiting. You can't really do that at Cedar Point. What the hell are you gonna do? Go in Mirage, talk about the Frontier Festival? No, we won't. So. No, Joey, we won't even have that this year. They're not having any events. They're not having any live <laughs> entertainment. You're just gonna go. You're gonna sit on a bench and wait until you get that text that says, "Hey, you can come get in your hour line now." And I will be damn happy to be able to do that. I would <laughs> kill to just be able to sit at a bench in any park yeah. right now and drink a solid ice cold Coca Cola. I would yeah. I would kill and for then, that right now. And then in about four weeks, once they've been open for four weeks, you're gonna be like, Wow, this fucking sucks. I can't believe they're making us do it. No, 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 no. I don't I won't. No. I won't be. I know you probably will. I won't. I don't think any coaster boys are going to say anything this year because they're so damn scared right now that they're not going to get on their rides to begin with. (laughs) Yeah. I agree. So next story. Uh, Well, stay. This one's, this one's important to me. Yeah. That's what I was, I was going to throw it to you. So go for it. (laughs) 
You know, I think, boys, we should just drive right down there as soon as this opens. I'm just going to say it. We'll tell everybody what the hell you're talking about. So at Six Flags, the safari is going to be self-drive. How fucking awesome is that? <laughs> it helps. It's, it, it's, oh my God, it's, it, uh, it, uh, it's, it's sanitary as well as people get to drive through the safari. Well, technically, technically Six Flags Great Adventure is the biggest quote-unquote theme park in the world when you factor in the safari. The safari makes it bigger than any other theme park property in the world. And I think, you know, when, when these places close down, you know, when Cedar Point closes down and, and, and Kings Island closes down, you know, they don't have to keep feeding animals and taking care of animals <laughs> like, like Animal Kingdom and Great Adventure and SeaWorld does, you know. Just because the penguin exhibit at SeaWorld's closed, you still got to feed the penguins. So <laughs> now nah, they're on their own. Yeah. So like, I, I think in this, I, I think in this sense, it's something that can safely be operated, even if the rest of the park isn't open, and it just makes sense to open it and start getting a little bit of return on investment. Well, you see yeah. that happening with the and Safari Park up in Sandusky. It's now it's it's, op- it's open now. Yeah, the Safari Park up in Joey. Have you been to saf- to the Safari Adventure Park up in Sandusky? African Wildlife uh, Safari, uh, get it right. You have not been there, and you are that much of an animal lover. Well, maybe I, we can take a drive know, up there. Uh, maybe we should drive up there one day. I, I say we take a drive up there. Um, but like, like, like you said, Kyle, that's a great, great point and stuff. Is that the park may not be open, but being able to just sit in your car, drive through, and see these animals do whatever the hell these animals do. You know, that's that's awesome. And plus, it's a brand new experience for those guests out at Six Flags. Uh, because, correct yeah, me if I'm wrong, it's wasn't not, it like a tram? Don't call it a, don't no. call it a brand new experience. No, I'm not it's saying brand new, but it's a, it, you get to sit in your comfort of your own car versus the only, probably a hard wooden bench on a bus. The only, you know? the only, the only difference it's going to be is you can sit in your own car instead of sitting on a safari vehicle, which is what they used to operate. You know, you don't gotta sit next to some rando people, though. Yeah. What if you got a if you got a little kid that smells next to you? No, you're well, in your own car. I think it's pretty cool. No, I I think it's cool too. I think it's a great move they're doing. You know, but um, kind of similar to before Kings Dominion opened, Dean. I don't know if you knew this. Before they were a theme park, they were the Lion Country Safari. They were a drive-through safari before the theme park got built. Hmm. So, like, we've seen drive-through safaris at parks work. Yeah. And I don't, <clears throat> and truthfully, I don't think Great Adventure is too far behind on actually opening. You know, I think they're a big enough park that can limit capacity. I think out of any of the Six Flags parks right now, I think Great Adventure and the two Texas parks are <clears throat> front runners for who's going to open first. So here's a question that just kind of popped into my head. Has any Six Six Flags Park made an announcement like Cedar Fair just did last Friday saying, all right, when we open, this ride will be open, this ride won't be open, this festival will be open, this festival won't be open. Have they made an announcement saying, like, Jersey Devil will be open, Um, you know, anything like that? I haven't seen any of that. No, they've not made any announcements. But for the most part, do you think Jersey Devil will be open when they open? I mean, Orion's opening. Yeah, Orion finished track work in fucking January. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. That is true. 
Jersey Jersey Devil didn't even have its fucking uh, footers poured by January. Yeah, but my, <laughs> but my God, did they do that track work fast? They did it in like two weeks. Well, it's like it's like a Lego set. It snaps together, you know. I mean, Real quick. I mean, it is. I mean, it's the same thing. Gatekeeper, like Gatekeeper went up in like a month. Like once these rides. Gatekeeper had dude. that thing was. <laughs> Gatekeeper hadn't even started. Mm, vertical. It was in the way. No, Gatekeeper hadn't even started vertical construction the year in 2013 in January, and they still got that thing open for opening day. Yeah, it's crazy. I don't know. To, to answer your question, no, I've not seen any announcements from any Six Flags parks talking about festivals or anything. But for the most part, all of Six Flags as a whole, their festivals are in April and March, you know, before the, quote, summer season hits. And then once the summer season's ready, then there's not really anything. It's just kind of, okay, here's the park. Yeah. Yeah, I, I see that. And then it comes back in the fall with the obviously with Halloween Fest. or the Halloween event and then uh, Christmas events now. Yeah, with Fright, some of the parks. Fright Fest and Holiday in the Park. So, speaking of holiday, holiday world, <laughs> they have set their opening date for June 17th. And oh, this is actually news to my ears looking at it is Splash and Safari is opening on the 4th of July, which okay, all right. I am I'm very worried about um just in general water parks opening back up cuz I don't know, I guess, you know, it's kind of hard to social distance in a water didn't park. It, didn't it come out that the virus can't survive in water? That's and that's what oh, I heard too. Chlorine. I heard that yeah, I heard chlorine kills it and the water it can't survive. Chemical. Yeah, so I think isn't Kalahari opening too? Not uh, to get off too well. Correctly, well, they think they are, but you know they think they are. Yeah, we'll we'll see what <laughs> Daddy Dewine has to say about that. Um, yeah, Kalahari, Joey, just I didn't know if you knew this or not, but me and Dean do. They are fully expecting their water park to open next Friday, a week from today. I doubt that. Open gates, load the tubes. Like I doubt that. <clears throat> like no restrictions, nothing. Just all right, kitties. Here's the water park. I, I, I doubt that. Is. Doubt that. that it's ridiculous. They haven't. That's, they haven't. That's not. They haven't officially announced it, but they've told all their employees. Well, going back to Holiday World, they're opening supposedly on June seventeenth. Which is that Sunday, Monday, Sunday? I assume yeah, it's, it's a Sunday. No, it, it's a Sunday. It's. I know it is because I looked at going. Not looked at going, but I looked at June seventeenth. That's a Wednesday, Bubba. What? No, it's not. June 17, 2020. Then they, Wait. then they move their date. Yeah, you're right. They moved their date because it was originally June 14th. They bumped yeah, it back. Yeah, they moved it back three days. They bumped it back three days. I didn't, I didn't know that. So, well, that's what this uh, 14 News webpage has Oh, wait, 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 Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. News stations love to butcher it. Just <laughs> hold on. 14th, 15th, and 16th will be pass order preview days. Oh, shit. I didn't know that. That's what the news article says. Oh, well, yeah, now I see that, but... Huh. <clears throat> I don't know. And it says that their, wa their new... Oh, wait. There's no word on when the new Cheetah Chase will have its first ride. So that's their new water ride at the water park. Well, so. if, if you go back to what we were talking about last week, we said, what do you need to do to, to open? And our predictions were 
a small <clears throat> a small independently owned park in the middle of nowhere, which is exactly what Holiday World is. <laughs> yeah. I I mean, hell, I'll go out there at that time if I'm not working or anything like that. I'll go out there and fucking they ride did, the roller coasters or whatever. They did come out and say that it will be 50% capacity with virtual lines, which seems to be in, industry standard at this point. Yeah. Huh. I won't be well, going, I won't be going out there, but Yeah, I, I know. You don't you don't really have any desire to go out to that park, but yet you want to go out to Indiana Beach, which is like a hop skip and a jump away from this place. Here's the thing about here's the thing about Indiana Beach. It is not once it closes again, it's done. It is not going to survive the next one. Yeah. You you have you have to go this year because who the hell knows how much longer it's going to be around. Yeah, I agree with that. I'll and I'll probably try to make it out to Indiana Beach as well. But this is like this is like uh, Freestyle Music Park and Hard Rock Park all over again. Closed as Hard yeah. Rock Park, reopened as Freestyle. Closed that year and never reopened. Well, they could pull a Kentucky Kingdom too. You know, you mean the park Kentucky. that's been sitting in Louisiana abandoned for fifteen years? No, I don't think they're gonna pull a Kentucky Kingdom. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm saying like. Uh, uh, Indiana Beach pull a Kentucky Kingdom. That's what happened to him this time. You're not going to get that twice. Yeah. Well, I'm saying is they actually do well. I know, I I don't think I don't think there's any indication that they're going to close again. But it really put the scare in everybody. And and if they do close again, I can promise you they're not going to reopen. It's it's done. Yeah. Yeah, two swings. There's no three swings. Two. And they've had a lot more than two. Look back in the last five years and seen or ten years. Look how many mm-hmm. times they've been sold. Yeah, true. So, oh well. Holiday World opening June seventeenth with limited capacity. Head on out there and support a family-owned and operated park. You know. So. <laughs> Is it still family-owned and operated? Oh, fuck. I don't know. I'm just saying that because I think it is because it's a smaller park, you know? Yeah, it probably is. Um, So after you go to Holiday World, if you find yourself, one, there's a couple problems you'd have to run into. You would, one, have to find yourself in Wisconsin, which, good luck. That's not that far away. Two, you'd have to find yourself with a burning desire to visit Mount Olympus. And three, if you do find yourself with a burning desire to visit Mount Olympus, you will, at least for this season, be required to book a room to go into the park. Which, I don't know. They're, the hotel there is... Why well. don't we do that? Uh, No, thank you. Yeah, let's do it. Do you know... Hey, my, my family lives in Wisconsin. Cool, I'd rather go... I'm looking at this... I'm looking at this May 26th date, and I I think we should do it. I Joey, I know you don't really know Mount Olympus, but my God, that's not a place you want to be. <laughs> if the Kyle, if, Kyle, Joey, it's the only fucking place that's open. Joey, okay? if the rides at what do you Mount, want me if, to do? If the rides at Mount Olympus don't kill you, the people will, Joey. <laughs> they got like four or five roller co- six. They got a lot of rollies. Uh, okay, like two of them are kitty coasters. Yeah, I just this I, is I agree. this is always the park you hear. Oh, fight here, fight there, labor strike, unsafe rides, maintenance failed inspections. Well, uh, you assume that 
I'm easily killed. <laughs> I assume that if I'll if if we're on to get on get on Hades. I assume that if we're on Hades 360, Joey, and you get ejected, that you are 100% going to die on impact. <laughs> I will take that chance. I, I will absolutely take that chance. You know what? I it will take like it. a damn good coaster. It was like a damn good coaster. Kyle. I'm gonna watch the POV right now. Well, anyway, I mean, I've actually not seen. Do you think we're gonna see other smaller parks do this whole kind of thing, where you have to be staying yeah. with us to go in this year? Actually, I thought that's what uh, 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 Kalahari was gonna do. Were they? I don't know. Well, that's kind of what Cal. For, for money, they would just want people to show up. Kalahari, like, passively, aggressively makes you do that. They, they don't say you have to book a room, but if, yeah. you, if you just want to walk up and buy a day pass, it's, like, the same price as a hotel room. Yeah. It's ridiculously expensive. It's, like, 90 bucks last time I checked, because we, me and a couple of my friends stayed there this past fall, and it was, like, for one night split between, like, six of us, it was only, like, 40 bucks, and we got two days at the water park, where if you would have just walked up right to the water park and bought a uh, whatever day pass, it was, like, 90 bucks. Redonkulous. I haven't paid for that place in years, but I'm assuming it's expensive. This roller coaster is cool. It drops you right out of the station. And then you continue on up and... What are you watching? Hades? Hades 360. I don't think it would be that bad of a park to go to. I don't know what you're talking about, Kyle. I don't know. We drive down there uh, May 20th. Drive up there? Well, I don't have to go back to work until June 1st, so realistically, I'll do whatever. Well, kind (laughs) of... Looks like a uh, GCI. Oh, that's a good drop. It's not what? a GCI. What? It goes underneath the parking lot? It's a gravity group. What? And it didn't. It goes underground in the parking lot. Wow. Dean, the reason. What a revolutionary concept. This ride was so old and rough and beat up that gravity group came in and tried to smooth it out and then added the loop or the corkscrew roll. And it's still rough as shit. The only difference. This looks pretty cool. The only difference is it runs uh, whatever the hell Gravity Group calls their trains. I don't know what they call them. Raven Flyers or whatever? No, you're thinking of GCI with Millennium Flyers. This does not look like a bad coaster at all. Okay, never mind. It's kind of rough. So it's probably going to be like a Thunder... uh, Oh, what's it called at Dollywood? Thunderhead. Yeah, Thunderhead. God damn, that ride sucks. But uh, you uh, know what I say? Don't be a bitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever you say. We can't pick and choose in a time when everything is closed. You know. <laughs> yeah, that is that is a very good point, Joseph. So, is that it? I mean, I, I think that's it. That's the I last thing we, we got. I mean, there's a couple more little things, but uh, well, today we saw uh. Del Grosso's come out and scrap their summer season. Do you they think... said no more sauce for all yous. You think we're <laughs> going to see more parks do that? I have uh, not seen any parks straight up say that they will not open this summer mm, besides them. No, so this, isn't, rare. this isn't the first so one. Rare. There's been a couple that have done it, a couple little parks. I know there's at least like two more that have done it. not going to be calm. I mean, unless they just can't physically like 
pull this together and open after all this, they need the money. They're going to open. That's going to be so rare. Yeah, we're seeing a lot of like parks opening in some form. Some are opening like shopping districts and others opening restaurants. Others doing like drive up, food takeout, stuff like that. I mean, we're we're slowly getting back to what can be considered some form of normalcy here. Yeah. So I guess should we go around and say when we think let's do our home park Cedar Point when when do we think Cedar Point will open what day July first Kyle mm, come back to me <laughs> I'm going June fifteenth that's no 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 Dean I if, think if they were gonna they will open dean that is less than a a month that is less than a month out when they specifically said they need at least four weeks from the day that they call everyone back dean it's not gonna open june fucking 15th no okay all right maybe maybe just maybe july 1 okay yeah i think i think they will 100 percent have their uh Fourth of July light up the point festivities as well. If they I open up June, July first is reasonable. It's a nice clean day. They'll have light up the point. I think it's. I think July first is absolutely reasonable. Kyle. Yeah, I'll say sometime early to mid July. How about Kings Island? What do you think about Kings Island, boys? I could see Kings Island mid June. I could as well. I could see them mid June. Because I'll tell you one thing, Kings Island is 100% going to open before Cedar Point does. Because they're ready. They're ready to. Everyone's hired. Everyone's everyone's processed in. All the rides are certified. Like, they are ready to go. Once, once they get the call back, you know, once Daddy Baby, DeWine... Baby, are you ready to go? <laughs> yeah, once Daddy you know. DeWine says they can come <laughs> Stop back. it. Stop it. <laughs> I hate that song. Yeah, da- when, when Daddy DeWine's like, all right. All right, you guys can go have fun. Open up your amusement parks. And actually, I was talking to a friend yesterday who was asking me, hey, should I go work at Kings Island or should I work at Cedar Point? And she goes to uh, a university in Cincinnati, and I said, well, shit, just work at Kings Island. And she she said, well, I want to work at Kings Island, but their rides department is full. Hmm. Which I thought was... I mean, I understand why, because they were about to open. But, you know, you look at somewhere like Kings Island that has most of their departments full, and then you look somewhere at Cedar Point where she said she could still get <laughs> a ride-op job because they haven't even started forming crews yet. I mean, I mean, they have. You know what ride you're working on, but they're nowhere, yeah. near, they're nowhere near as close. Yeah, no. Yeah, I, I agree. I think Kings Island will definitely open up before Cedar Point does in Ohio. Um I know I was looking on Facebook just a couple seconds ago, and uh, shout out to uh, Mr. Jared Serbor Jones shared something about uh, Dollywood. They are uh, form- formulating some plans to ship off to for reopening and stuff as well. So yeah, I can see them reopening pretty soon. They're another one that, and I, I know Tennessee is being really lenient with who can open and what. And I know we've seen some, yeah. we've seen some mountain coasters open there. But they're another one that once the state says they can go, you should expect like a week turnaround because they actually operated this year. They operated for yep. one for one day, so they're ready. <laughs> one day. <laughs> it wasn't even one day. It was like four hours. It was an, it was an it was an it was an evening. 
<clears throat> wow. It was a Friday evening for like four hours. Yeah, I could see. I totally see them opening like day of, you know, like how all these restaurants are opening like day of in Ohio and stuff. I could see them opening day of. They get announced. They can open. They can open day of. I'm just waiting so. for my uh, pals at Kennywood to go ahead and open because West Mifflin, PA is now in yellow zone. Which is good, right? Yeah, so Pennsylvania is doing, instead of doing a statewide thing, they're doing county by county, and they're using a traffic cone system, or like a traffic light, red, yellow, green. And once they get to green, theme parks are allowed to reopen. And West Mifflin, just today, switched to yellow, which is a good sign. It means we're slowly getting there. And Kennywood can reopen, because I love that place. Kennywood! What a great place. What a great place. Right, Kyle? I love that place. You guys <laughs> you, 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 you guys you guys think I'm joking. I'm really not. I love Kennywood. I I will go there once. Oh you cannot sit here and viciously defend Cedar Point from all criticism and then sit here and tell me that Kennywood is a shit park. Don't I, even talk. No, I'm, I'm just no, saying. No, you're not allowed to say anything. <laughs> no. I I would also not mind going to Hershey Park, too. Joey, Hershey Park. Before Dean started talking to me and hanging out with me, he was one of those people that Cedar Point was the greatest and, and nothing they could never do any wrong and, and shit like is. that. Still is. Still is. They can never do anything wrong. What an awful mindset. Wow. They've never done that. You're literally the. You're literally the fucking worst. You're one of the fucking CP (laughs) fanboys that that I just want to clock upside the head. I'm not just a Cedar. I'm not just a Cedar Fair fanboy. I'm a Cedar Point fanboy. Like honestly, people like people like you make me embarrassed to have Cedar Point as my home park. And like I'm dead, I'm dead fucking serious. It's retarded the amount of <laughs> the amount of praise that mediocre part gets. It's true. What? It's not whatever. a great different, part. different yeah, battle. Okay. Whatever. Yeah, different. <laughs> whatever. Different whatever. Yeah, okay. yeah, we all have stuff to yeah, do. We're, yeah. We all have stuff to do. Hopefully, next time we'll get that that game show underway. I wanted to do it. You mean uh, you mean pre-show the game show? Yeah, you know I wanted to do it today, but I mean. I just I haven't, it, and it's completely my fault. I just haven't sat down and put in the work to make it happen. He's been busy. Next time we'll do. We'll He's do been do real busy. I didn't even type up the show notes until six o'clock. Real busy, real busy fellow. If I can get It'll someone, be. if I can get someone, one or two people to commit to playing next time we record, I will sit down and do the work. Okay. Sounds good. Sounds good. Well. This has been all the news from the Rail Riders podcast. Podcasting kind of live from the city that's always swimming in booze. Have a good night, everyone. Stay safe.